You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to another edition of the Brews and the Boys podcast, brought to you by the Blog and the Boys podcast network, Vox Media, and Shway Media as well. I am your host, Michael Sizemore. You can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Sizemore. With me, as always, he is the man of the hour. He's too sweet to be sour, folks. He's my colleague at Blogging the Boys, Mr. Tom Ryle. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. And we are talking NFL draft. Um, The Cowboys will be, you know, on the clock this Thursday at pick 17, Tom, to to uh, make a selection for this year's draft. It's going to be a virtual draft. We've spent a lot of time talking to our listeners here about how different it can be this year and how things can be a little bit just not everyone's going to have the same feeling about these prospects. We've already seen um, that some you know, people out there with their mock drafts that some GMs have said that they felt like that people were just a little bit off. Uh, what what, yeah. what do you make of uh, the draft festivities that we head into the NFL draft here? Well, don't don't forget that as people are listening to this, the Cowboys are literally hours away yeah. from going on the clock. You know, because uh, this should go up Thursday, just uh, just a bit before the draft. So, pe- you know, if you've tuned in to listen, thank you. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's we're gonna we're gonna be getting into that. But as far as the virtual draft. I I think you know as long as some hackers don't get in and start monkeying with things. Yeah, I think that's I, what everybody's know, afraid of is trying to keep hackers away from this type of stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, I think it's I think it may you know there may be some glitches, there may be some pauses as they try to give people time to work out trades and stuff, but I you know I think it'll probably go off okay, you know, and word is out uh on Wednesday uh that uh the uh, Bengals have already notified Joe Burrow that he is the first guy off the board. <laughs> That's just so. like calling a girl you like and be like, "We love you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love well, you very. Much. I just love you. Hello. Like she says hi, and you say I love you. That's what you say. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's what and there's what what I am kind of looking forward to is it looks like there could be a lot of trade activity. There's word out that I believe Washington is number two, and someone already has a package for them to look at for trading out of the second spot. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun and of course we got to before we even get into it, we got to encourage you guys to you know, tune into blogging the boys, you know, tune into our podcast network. We got some great podcasts today. We're going to be going over talking the draft. Our buddy Connor uh, Con- at, on Twitter at Connor NFL draft. Um, he did a great mock. He's also been helping me with my mock drafts. Uh, we're going to go over their mock and see which ones that um, see how we felt about the picks that were made when they went on the clock for the Cowboys in their last and final mock draft of the season. And I know we will be remiss if we didn't mention how excited we are to welcome 
Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray aboard the SB Nation, you know, podcast family. We Kelsey, I've always been a fan of her since she was with the Dallas Cowboys um, on the mothership, and I know you are too, Tom. Think that they have yeah. a great podcast that you have to check out. It's called Girls Talking Boys. You have to check it out. We have just a slate of podcasts for you guys that you'll really have to go, especially at a time like now, Tom. You know where yeah. where everybody is just looking for content, yeah. new content. We have new content for you every single day of the week. Yeah, every day, uh, RJ Ochoa uh, gives you uh, the Ocho, uh, yeah. kind of to recap things in the morning. And he also does a podcast with Tony Casillas called The 750. So yeah, we're coming at you If you five. don't know, that's a uh, two-time Super Bowl champion, Tony Casillas. So. Yeah, so, you know, we're... Uh, we're ha- we're going to have, uh, in addition to the Ocho, uh, thanks to the fact that uh, Kelsey and Meg are doing theirs twice a week, we're going to have a new podcast up uh, Monday through Friday for you, you folks. At least yeah. that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, and also this week uh, we're going to have you know your your very own your favorite show here, the Brews and the Boys podcast. We're going to have two shows this week. Uh, we're going to do t- we're going to do this one heading up into the draft, and then we're going to also talk about. Rounds one through three, we hope to be with you Saturday morning to discuss that before the Cowboys go back on the clock in the afternoon to finish out the draft. So um, let's get down to it. We spend enough time talking about all the pleasantries and getting everyone focused on the NFL draft. I think the whole world is focused on the NFL draft, Tom. And um, we would... We need to, we need to focus on what we call the final mock draft that our buddies over at Talking the Draft did, and kind of talk about what we would do in this sense and see where we think that they kind of ended with their draft. See how it went here. So the way they did a seven round mock, um, how they how they went about it is they just went with the Cowboys picking straight up, Tom, and uh, they, yeah. they they kind of explored ideas of trading back if they could, but. It just wasn't really kind of in their cards to trade back, so they just kind of stuck where they were. Um, but we'll go with – we'll start with the first round. They took the cornerback out of Clemson, A.J. Terrell. Yeah. I've got to ask you, where do you fall on if the Cowboys were at 17 and they stuck – they stick what right there? Where do I fall there. on that one? Yeah, where do they – if they stick right there, Tom, and they pick A.J. Terrell, how would you feel as a Cowboys Yeah. Fan? Uh, well, given part of, one of the things is that they were running uh, a specific simulator, of course, set this up. And, you know, they discussed the fact that at 16, I believe it was the Atlanta Falcons, according to the simulator, uh, grabbed uh, Clavon Chason. Uh, yeah. Chason, uh, as I think it should be pronounced. And, um, you know, probably that would be a pin throwing moment for the Cowboys. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I, I there's would, kind I of think a belief that he would be. Yeah, that would be it. And you know, I was thinking, man, if you were going to do a trade back, uh, that would be the impetus to me because, along with uh, Terrell, they they mentioned people like Xavier McKinney. Uh, you know, like uh, some others were off the board, like the top three wide receivers were off. C.J. Henderson was gone, and they had what Brian Broaddus likes to think of as a bunch of different flavors of ice cream left you know it's yeah. like when you're standing in front of the bluebell freezer you know for those that don't know that might be outside of the state of texas bluebell is the national ice cream of texas and 
you know, your favorite flavor doesn't happen to be in the rotation this month. And so you're sitting there looking at a bunch of others that you still like, but not any of them that jump out particularly. And I think given the number of names that they had to look at that the Cowboys have shown some interest in and, you know, what the Cowboys roster looks like, that might have been a great place to trade back and pick up a little bit more ammunition in the second or third round, uh, depending on who might want to come up and how bad they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, Terrell is, is one of the was one of these guys because uh, just about everybody else with these people that you can argue at them as well anywhere from seventeen to twenty five in value. So, yeah. um, you know, a lot of lot of different things to look at. But they did address one of the big big needs of cornerback with it. So it's it's not not at all a. a pick you want to criticize a whole lot but you know it's one of those things that might have been an opportunity to do something a little bit different but that's me i am yeah. team trade back yeah i think, uh, I, think fact, a, I think a lot of us are team trade back tom but um you know i kind of here's where i fall in the first round here i just feel like this that something is coming for the cowboys at 17 that's going to be a difficult thing for them to deal with and i think that that is what what Connor and the boys kind of alluded to, which was the trade back you, you kind of want to, but who are you trading away from in that sense? And I look at it as A.J. Terrell might not be the Cowboys' first choices. In fact, I think that um, if you had to get an answer out of them, that they would tell you that C.J. Henderson and Clavion Chason are their guys. But if those guys are not there, I think the Cowboys are going to try and trade back. Here's the deal with that. I think that they're not going to get the value that they want to make that trade back necessary, which is why I kind of figure in that they are going to have to sit and pick, which means that they're going to have to pick somebody like A.J. Terrell, like uh, Trayvon Diggs, or, you know, maybe uh, Zach Bond or something like that. I just feel like the way this draft is going, at least for the first round, I don't feel like people are going to be very aggressive. I just don't. Yeah. Well, they, and that's where the Cowboys need to be hoping that uh, somebody uh, takes a quarterback yeah. that went later on this particular sim- simulator, or maybe somebody like the offensive lineman Josh Johnson, because uh, mm-hmm. it looks like there could be a run on offensive linemen. So, uh, you know, this was how one simulation played out. Apparently, yeah. a lot of other simulators are are having uh, Chase Hone or Henderson available for them so you know it's all going to depend on how it falls exactly exactly this is just a mock but we're 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 actually kind of going through a grading of the mock if we will and i think that aj terrell is a very likely candidate if the cowboys cannot bail out of that pick yeah he's a he might be a good what you think of as a safety call, you know, exactly. uh, as as in the sense of, okay, this is a pick that's not going to not going to mess you up. It's going to do you some good, and hopefully, with the Cowboys situation, they wouldn't have to throw him out as a starter on day one, so they can find out what they got with him. Yeah. Um, now, moving along to the second and third rounds, um, 
We got a, we'll, we'll split a little bit of time here on Justin Matabuike is who they ended up taking in the second round, the defensive tackle out of your alma mater, Texas A&M. Yep. And then in the third round, they actually got a steal of a deal with Terrell Burgess, the safety yeah. from Utah being there. And I think that if you end up, if the Cowboys ended up, that this is how their first three picks ended up being, I think they have to be excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, getting Matabuike, uh, who's generally looked at, he's more like earlier in the second round than that. Uh, some people see him as a borderline end of the first guy. One, two, I think, yeah. Yeah, he would be a great value at that point. And uh, then, you know, I, that that's where you go like, man, I wonder if the simulator knows what it's doing because Burgess just seems like a guy who should be up there at the end of the second round. Oh, absolutely. I think that Burgess is a definite uh, target for the Cowboys at 51. Um, so I, yeah. I, look at, I look at this and I say, if this is the way things go, if this is what they were able to, and, and mind you, Connor and the guys, they can only go with what is available uh, there yeah. in this draft that they did. And that. And that was two great values that just popped up there. So, yeah, exactly. if it falls like that. And I think, you know, just in general, I think we're going to see some weird things happen in this draft. Oh, yeah, I think you always do. But I think if you, if you are feeling a little low after the Cowboys select A.J. Terrell in the first round, if you're just feeling like, man, I wish they would have been able to get Chason or, or just wishing, you know, upon a star for another <laughs> player, I think that if the Cowboys ended up um, going into Saturday with A.J. Terrell, Justin Matabuike, and Terrell Burgess, you're talking about three guys that don't necessarily have to start for them, but could. Yeah. But could. Yeah. All three of and, them. Yeah, it's going to be more a situation at that point of popping the top and lighting a cigar because, you know, that's a pretty good three-round haul. Yeah, you would – any – trepidation or any ill will you would have after the first round, I think you would make up for it with those two, those next two picks. I think you'd feel fantastic about that. Um, we are going to take our first break, and when we come back, we are going to finish up rounds four through seven for the Dallas Cowboys from the Talk in the Draft podcast. This is the Bruise and the Boys podcast. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are back on the Bruise and the Boys podcast. We are talking the drafts, mock draft, talking the draft, being our friends Connor Livesey. You can find him on Twitter at Connor NFL Draft. Um, we just and his over. partner, his partners, 
I was going to say his partner's Dalton Miller. For Dalton those Miller, that, yeah. For yeah. those who don't, who, those who don't know, another big draft guy out there uh, doing draft stuff all the time, um, and a big Cowboys fan as well. So we are talking their final seven round mock draft. Um, we talked the first three picks: AJ Terrell, Justin Matabuike, Terrell Burgess, saying that. If you felt down about A.J. Terrell in the first round, you got to feel good about the way the Cowboys rebounded in rounds two and three. But now they go into day three with some very obvious needs. If you think about it, the Cowboys, Tom, we know, want to look at linebackers. We know they want to look at receivers. We know that they're probably looking at safeties, tight ends, and others, even though they got a safety in the third round. So they, their first pick that they made at the, in the fourth round, which is the Cowboys pick at 123. They went with the uh, your other another alma mater from another <laughs> Texas A&M guy, wide receiver Courtney Davis. So what did you think about that pick in the fourth round? Well, here, here's the thing is when I looked at him and then look at the next pick, which is linebacker Davion Taylor out of Colorado. Yeah. From what I gather, and I'll admit I'm not a, a great grind the tape guy, but I love looking around at all the different boards and everything. I yeah. think if you wound up getting those two guys, you'd actually wind up getting them flipped. Yeah, because you'd have to I get think, the other one earlier. Yeah, I, uh, Taylor is actually more a fourth round talent, while Davis seems more like a guy you'd pick up in the fifth uh, just on it. As I said, this may have been just a, a quirk of the way that their uh, simulator ran, mm -hmm. and they did kind of make a deliberate call to go with the wide receivers, their first target, and they were starting to – they were seeing guys that they were looking at that were going off the board. Yeah. Uh, another guy just, you know, to show that I, I can take a fair and balanced view of things, uh, DuVernay, uh, how do you say his name? DuVernay. DuVernay, thank you, out of Texas, the My receiver, Austin, was Texas. in the mix, and, you know, he may actually have been more of a guy, because they're looking for a slot receiver, he may be more of a slot guy uh, than a Davis actually is. So, yeah, there were some, you know, there was a, they came up with a solution that happened as it fell out. It worked out very good because I think Davis was a, like he's, like I said, a real steal where yeah. he was. And yeah. that was, you know, just that. And the rest of the thing, the mock fell out very well for them. Oh, no, absolutely. You uh, talk about their first round in the fifth uh, round, uh, their first pick in the fifth round. You already mentioned Davion Taylor from Colorado, but then they turn right back around at 179 and get Antoine Brooks, uh, Brooks Jr., the safety out of Maryland. What a phenomenal cover guy for them right there. Yeah. Like a, a, a guy that can also tackle really well and lay the wood. So now you got a Terrell Burgess, who, by the way, Terrell Burgess in the third round, we, we told you would be a steal. Terrell Burgess is getting favorable comparisons to the Honey Badger. So you're talking about a guy that yeah. can move all over the scheme can can play corner can play uh safety both safety positions because you can trust him to tackle that would just be some phenomenal value go down in the fifth round you pick antoine brooks uh jr up from yeah. maryland another and him and him and taylor make this a real special teams ace round yeah. too yeah i think both those guys are going to help tremendously in an area that as i hammered all last season the cowboys were just horrible at yeah, exactly. Um, and then you you finish out with the seventh-round pick, Joe Reed, the wide receiver out of Virginia. Now, I'm not too privy on him. Um, 
I don't know much about him. I haven't done much studying on him. But from what I heard the guys talk about is that they think that he's got some decent skills as a route runner and you could possibly get him in there and let him mix it up with guys like Cedric Wilson and other guys towards the back end of the of the roster. Yeah, I get I get kind of the impression from, you know, looking at some of the boards that he's not going to be there in the seventh. He's yeah. probably going to get snapped up by somebody earlier. But. You know, that's one of the interesting things about this uh, particular draft class is there's they say there's a lot of wide receiver talent. So this may not be as unrealistic as it looks at at first glance because somebody is likely to slide because not everybody is going to be taking two wide receivers in a seven round draft like this. Yeah. You know, because they they kind of they left edge out. uh, You know, I think. One of the things that uh, we may see is that the Cowboys are going to be looking hard at quarterbacks on day three because that's kind of a Mike McCarthy thing. Well, they, we know they love Morgan. Yeah, and so he's you know he's kind of rumored to be in the mix. So yeah, you know, I this this is one of those things like this this shows some some. Uh, interesting thought processes in trying to figure it, but uh, you know, if the chip, the odds with any mock are that it's going to be just like bear a little resemblance to what actually happens. Yeah, because that, that changes if, all the time. And and you and I talked, Tom, that we really like like Stephen Jones and others have said. I a lot of us in the media here are trying to get our you know sink our claws into this draft. We're doing the best we can with little resources because we don't know how these teams are really operating, and they're not. There's not a lot out there yeah. as, as what we're used to seeing with teams kind of giving their, you know, the Cowboys giving their, you know, their shake of what they really want to see. We know what they what positions they're looking for, but with like you know, Connor and and Dalton had said that they were doing their grades, and you got. You know, they they were running out of room for like third rounders because there was like t- second and third round guys. There's a lot of them in this draft that, and that's good for teams yeah. that are picking in the fourth and fifth round that might be able to get some guys that fall from the third round. You know, so you yeah, might get that, to a, some guys that you never expected to. And another argument for maybe getting a trade back if you like, exactly. You know, like, Let's let's throw out a, a hypothetical. Let let's say like the Patriots who are you know late later on in the first round. I think they're I can't remember they're like twenty eight or something. Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh, twenty three. Yeah. Okay, that's not much. You know, suppose there was a quarterback they wanted because you know as you might have heard, Justin Herbert uh, or Jordan sorry. Love. Like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and say they suddenly decide, hey, we need to jump up there and grab this guy and they offer the Cowboys, you know, their pick and two of their third rounders. Uh, yeah, I would think that would be something that might really be fun to play with. Yeah, and I think that that's a that's a good thought, Tom. Um, I really think that you should if if somebody's coming up for a quarterback, you got to ask for two thirds. But I don't think you're going to get it. I really just don't think you're going to get it. I don't think that I think that there are going to be more NFL teams, Tom, looking to bail from this draft because of all the unknown going on in the world. And I think that's going to cause teams to not want to give that extra third. I don't think you get to move from 23 to 17 to give up a first in two threes. I don't think that's happening. Not with somebody like Bill Belichick. Yeah, but then if there's another argument. I'm going to kind of be the contrarian here. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there's talk already, as I said, that Washington may have um, a, uh, 
a solid offer uh, for the second overall pick uh-huh. and on the thing. And uh, the uh, there's also a rumor out that Miami, for some reason, is talking about, I believe, uh, let me get see here. I got a. I'm trying to pull this up because make sure I say this right, is that, you know, they currently sit uh, overall at the fifth, and the word is that they're talking about jumping up to the third and looking at what it would take to do that. And, well, you know, it's like, wow, that's kind of interesting. So, you know, there may be, you know, we simply don't know at this point. Uh, I'm just, just the kind of chaos-loving guy that I am. Uh, I would love to just see lots of trades flying around in the first round. Well, yeah, because if those trades fly around in the first round, that helps the Dallas Cowboys. No, no, you know, ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's going to help the Cowboys if guys are trading up for quarterbacks, trading up for tackles, anything like that. I think would help the Cowboys. But I'm just, for me right now, I'm just not willing to go out on that limb and say that we're going to see that happen. Just because I think that right now is lying season. And I just think that so many teams are – I think there's so much room for error in this draft. And I think that so many teams are going to be, you know, close to the vest and a little bit more conservative. But if we go back to kind of put a bow on this seven-round mock draft, um, I think you got to be happy with the positions that the Cowboys addressed in those first three rounds. Um, if, if there was an edge rusher close to close to them in the second round um, that was good good enough, I think that they would have probably jumped up for that. Um, over a defensive tackle, but addressing cornerback, defensive tackle, and safety in those first three rounds is a good, you know, I no matter where you sit, Tom, at, with the guys, I think that's a good, solid, you know, type of objective to try to come out of those those uh, first three rounds with a corner, with a safety, and with someone that can play defensive line. Um, and then, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be heartbroken at all to see this kind of a haul yeah. if the quality holds up the way it looked like it would hold up with the people they took. Yeah, and I'm with you in the fourth round. Like I want, the, I think the fourth round is where the cutoff is in as terms of like the real deep value at receiver. Um, but I would have gone with somebody over Courtney Davis, I think. I think I would have gone with somebody a little bit more tailored to fit what they need on offense, and that's a guy that can do get the underneath stuff going for him. So. I would have been more. I would have been more for like a Devin Duvernay or possibly a, a uh, Taylor John or Tyler Johnson or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then linebacker I, again in the fifth round. I think um, Davion Taylor, just like you, I think he's probably going to go earlier than that. But again, we we've, we've sat here and laughed before Tom about how they think forty guys are going to be off the board before the Cowboys pick at seventeen. So <laughs> who know? Who knows? Um, and so overall, I like the draft here. You know, I would have liked to see possibly. An edge rusher, uh, you know. I think that 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 they would be, the Cowboys would kind of be kidding themselves, Tom, if they just like put all their eggs in the basket of Randy Gregory yeah. and Alden Smith coming back. Yeah, because I, you know, I trust Roger Goodell as as far as I can pick him up and chuck him. So, which is not very much because he is a hefty man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. uh, I, I just, uh, you know, I'm pretty hefty myself, but then I'm not, you know, I'm old and weak. No, so. Tom, uh, Tom, you're not old and weak. You do all my, <laughs> you do all my bidding for me, so don't worry about it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's but, a- yeah. It's uh, 
it's going to be it's going to be a fun day and like i said there just because of the nature of things there might be some unintentional comedy coming up i just hope it doesn't enjoy the cowboys like uh, the 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 tale that brian brought us told uh when he was on the initial uh girls talking boys podcast about how the Cowboys had a trade all set up and were ready to go. And then somebody mentioned literally with seconds on the clock, did anybody turn the trade in? Oh, and he yeah. talked about Stephen Jones diving across the table. And they telling the him and no, yeah, and they told him in no in uncertain terms, don't effing do that ever again. <laughs> like so, yeah. I remember that story. I remember that story. Um, definitely go check out the uh, Girls Talking Boys podcast, and we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Um, we're on every major podcast platform: Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. You can find us anywhere. You can find us on our links on Twitter. Uh, Tom and I both retweet um you can find us on twitter at mr sizemore at tom ryle btb the draft is almost here folks the cowboys will be on the clock before you know it and there will be new cowboys players to talk about it's such an exciting week we'll talk to you when we can we'll see you later this week after the draft has uh, concluded the first three rounds we'll be back in your ear in no time take care cowboys nation Brews and the Boys was created by Tim Phillippe and Michael Sizemore. The show is a production of Shway Media and is brought to you by way of Blogging the Boys, SB Nation, and is part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Michael Sizemore and Tom Ryle and is produced and edited by Tim Phillippe. The show's theme song is by Timmy Two-Step. For more information, visit brewsandtheboys.com. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, mom. <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.